To whom much is given, much is required. The title of this podcast is Leave People Alone. I speak the words that the Holy Spirit spoke to me this morning. Everybody's not running the same race at the same speed, though it is the same race. Say it again. Everybody ain't running the same race at the same speed, though it is the same race. Depending on what you're called to do determines your lifestyle and how you live. And how you live is a reflection of the calling that is on your life. Everybody's calling does not develop overnight and some people know their calling and their lifestyles reflect their calling. If you're called to affect individuals' lives to serve the Lord Jesus and to come into relationship with God, then that calling is greater than your need to live any kind of way. But if that is not your area of expertise, then your lifestyle reflects that. That goes for me, you, and anybody else. I struggled with, truly, now that I've had about a week to think about them, prophecy and a word of knowledge that God gave me. I realized why he said it to me this morning. Because I kind of struggle with as a human. When the Lord tells me. I have to ask for permission. To be in a relationship with the woman. I have never heard that before in my life. I struggle with total comprehension of the commandment. And then as I'm celebrating not being in a relationship, I'm told this is going to happen X, Y, Z. And today he decided to open my perspective because I understand that that's the key to walking with God and that's another reason why you want to leave people alone because until a person's perspective and their perception widens they can't see the reality of what God wants to show them now the word of God says in the book of James ask for wisdom and God will give it to you unbraidedly mean he won't hold back and the Bible says sometimes you have not because you ask not And I understand this is an empathetic position. I understand that a lot of us human beings who have a relationship with God, we don't want that relationship to go deeper. We don't want God to hold us accountable. We don't want God to guide our affairs. We don't want God to be intimately a part of our lives. We love him and we thank him for what he did on the cross. But we truly, collectively, we do not want to be in love with him. I know that hurt, but make sure you heard me. We love God. I believe 
The majority of people love God. They just don't want to be in love with God. Because being in love with God is going to require another level of accountability and responsibility. Of, of a giving God access into parts of your heart and your soul and your mind and your body and you, you feel offended. And, and I'll give you scripture to support what I'm saying. When you begin to look at the Torah, you begin to understand that God was intimately involved with the Hebrews right down to how a woman is supposed to process her period, how she's supposed to go about having a baby, how, what type of clothes they are supposed to wear and not wear. And you look at it, that was intimacy. That was a God saying, I want to be in love. I don't, I don't just love you. I want to be in love. And, and I've come to that place to realize that that's what God has put in me. Israel, I want you to be in love. I don't want you just to love someone because I don't want someone just to love you. I want someone to be in love with you. And if it was for the first time, you're going to experience what it's like to be in love, to totally surrender and let down all guards and, and, and leave the weapons of war that men and women bring into relationships out of the relationship so that my grace and mercy can flow through you and her. You see, because you're called to be a beacon of light, I want to make sure Everyone's getting this. When you're called to be a beacon of light, a light cannot be hid underneath a sheet. It's set, upon, it's set upon a hill. So when God takes your life and puts you on top of a hill and there's nothing but darkness and you are a light, everyone is drawn to the light. So when everyone is drawn to the light in you, they're being drawn to Christ. And I come back to understanding what God has been teaching me over the last couple of weeks as he's been giving me revelations and he's been, for lack of a better word, prying directly into my deepest uh, sinister thoughts, my, my hu humanistic way of wanting to do something my way. And God has gotten intimately involved in places that you don't want to talk about because I understand that once something comes to the light, that's 50% of the battle. If you can be transparent with yourself, that's 50% of the battle. Depending on what you're called to do is going to determine your lifestyle. Some people are comfortable. 100% comfortable in their lifestyle right now. And they will tell you, I love God. And they do love God. That's why the message is leave people alone. They do love God. They just love God on a level where they're comfortable and where their calling is. But to be in love with God, it's going to require maybe to be uncomfortable and more than that, it's going to require that you surrender. And that surrendering is not a joke. We're talking about getting to the point where everything you do 
God is ordering your steps. Tells you when to brush your teeth. Tells you when to lay down. When you can't sleep, there's God telling you can't sleep because I need for you to study this now. No why, no where, how, because God doesn't have time to deal with your intellectual positioning. We walk by faith and not by sight. I know him to be an intimate God, but also to be a king. He doesn't have time to, when he's training you, he doesn't have time to give you the why. He gives you the why after you trust him. And I'm going to leave you with that. God will give you the why after you've proven that you trust him. Because that's when you have those aha moments. Oh, that's why. You get the why when you display that you trust him. My name is Israel Johnson. I am your life coach. Play it again.